This is a podcast from Snagerikinovsk for Radio Nova. Happy listening. On to another chapter, another subject. We talked sustainability. Yeah, I because, guess because because I study it and I have to think about it every day now. <laughs> But um, yeah, I guess ever since moving to Norway, especially because I feel people are a lot more sustainable in their everyday lives here. But also, uh, it has one of like Norway is one of the highest percentages of climate deniers, like ratio, like population is it? wise. Yeah, one of the biggest in the world. Really, at least. I don't know if it's the most. Yeah, hmm. and a big part of that I think is like oil money, all of that, fishing, all of that stuff. Yeah. But uh, it's interesting, and I've just been thinking about what what does it mean to actually be sustainable? Is it being vegan? But maybe if you're vegan, you're eating, you know, food, like produce from halfway around the world, or tofu, using soybeans, using water, and is it more sustainable to just eat locally? And how how much also of an impact is it even when all these corporations yeah. are polluting so much more than any individual could it's, it's hard to know what to do mm. but how do you feel it's different already from norway to america for example well just like waste like uh you throw away a lot less here even though there's lots of single-use plastics people are still very wasteful but i mean the garbage cans are way smaller um the trash doesn't come as often like in the u.s you fill up like a I know you can't see my hands, but like a massive garbage bag, like just every two days. And um, it's just you throw away everything, paper oh. towels. People use a lot less paper towels here. Yeah. Or just, yeah. 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 I mean, we have to um, separate the plastic right. and the paper and the glass and the food And then there's the general waste, and then there's the electrical waste, and yeah. like yeah. potential for a truck to come twice a year to collect it. Right. And then there's the garden waste also. Uh, it's the same. It's like two times a year when you ever all the whole neighborhood cleans up the garden and cut trees, branches, right, right. put in plastic bags, and then you put them on the street when they collect it. And so you don't even have to worry about getting you know, your trees away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's very organized. It's really cool, yeah. I think. And I really like that I feel in Norway, like everybody is uh, taking a part of it and everybody is really like playing the part. Whereas I feel in France, we're kind of trying, you know, to have yeah. some sort of organization, but nobody really cares. Like I never like put things where they were supposed to do because nobody was doing it anyways. Uh, but here it's like rules, colors, everything. And mm. like it's, It's easier, I feel. But maybe it depends where you come from in France, because where yeah. I come from, we're closer to the German border. Mm -hmm. So I think we uh, we abide a bit by the German uh, way okay. of doing things, yeah. which is very strict. Okay. So I know that my parents, same, they recycle paper, glass, uh, food, composting, mm -hmm. um, and general waste. And if they do a, a mistake, if like the guy's picking up the plastic, sees some foil in your plastic bag because the bags are transparent. Mm -hmm. so they can have a look. Oh, that's a big... Uh, and if they find something, they will just not take your bag and, okay, or yeah. even empty mm. it in front of your house or uh, or you could get charged for it. Wow. You could get fined. Yeah, I'm so from the West. Yeah. So. No, so I can see that it, it might be a big difference. And, mm -hmm. and that's also, why isn't it the same everywhere? Yeah, why that's don't really we have odd. The same, like every country, why yeah. don't we agree to, yeah. right. uh, to have a general law, mm -hmm. maybe? Yeah. Because if I think 
for example, about India mm. and all that waste that goes in the mm. water. Yeah. yeah. That I feel like is also a big joke because I feel like a lot of countries are trying to be as clean as possible and recycle everything. But then a lot of it just goes to uh, less fortunate countries yeah. and like third world uh, countries. And it's just like our country is so clean, but everything we own or have had is just thrown mm-hmm. away it somewhere, ends up else. somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. feel like this is ridiculous and we're just blaming the others and we're like, oh, we're doing so great. If you look at this country where we put our trash, well, it's disgusting. Yeah. Well, yeah. we like to give it away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting though. I in I've never been, but just based on like anecdotal stories and like households in India, like they're not using single-use plastics. They're not using paper towels. They're not using like plastic bags to save their food. They turn all their food scraps into broth or something. They're mm-hmm. like households are a lot less wasteful. Maybe businesses and like corporations that of course. So, but it's interesting how, but then they have all the pollution, yeah. you know, and that's definitely not all coming from them. No, it's no. definitely yeah. the factory and then maybe the poor sewage system, right? I mean, yeah. if you throw your stuff straight on the streets. It's more noticeable. <laughs> right. Yeah. Nobody picks it up or yeah. they pick it up once a month. It's not enough. I mean, we do produce a lot of waste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if we try to recycle and, and not produce you know produce so much but yeah it's hard yeah it's really hard and even recycling isn't doesn't even do much that's what's so frustrating the best thing to do is just not use at all but i don't know that's yeah. also really discouraging when you like because i feel like in school you learn like reduce reuse recycle and you take field trips to recycling plants and mm-hmm. everything feels like oh we can really save the planet and then you read about how like Recycling plastic doesn't even, it actually just emits more crap yeah. into Pollution, the air. Yeah. Burning it. Yeah. What, what about you, uh, Amanda? What do you feel about sustainability? And uh, are you careful? Yeah, yeah. Um, also in Denmark, it it's kind of like here in Norway. We also have uh, a very strict um, system of how you should um, uh, throw out your stuff. Mm-hmm. Um And if you don't do it the right way, you get like a note saying like from the uh, sorting company that they aren't happy with your efforts. So you get like a little warning, like, please do better. So it's yeah, it's kind of the same um, back home. Mm. But there's a lot more uh, litter in the street. Mm. Yeah, we're not as good as Norway at all. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now I have the picture on a, a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning walk by uh, the palace on the National Theatret. Mm-hmm. There is so much rubbish. Yeah. Because yeah. after a night out, everybody uh. goes for a burger, a kebab, Mm-mm. and it ends up not in the bin. Yeah. yeah. But it's spray left out. And I mean, okay, there are rats and there are yeah. seagulls. Yeah. So I can appreciate they come and take stuff out of the bin. Yeah. But come on. Right. <laughs> it's not all the seagulls. It's not fault. all of them. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. like, please, just put it in the freaking bin. Even mm. if the bin is overfilled, just at least get it around it, you know. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. Don't try it. I feel like the attitude, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is kind of what I felt when I moved here is... Like you're out, like maybe you're smoking a cigarette and then there's nowhere to put it out and you just throw on the street because it's like people get paid like 300 crones an hour to pick this up tomorrow morning. Like that's the attitude. Same with the littering probably. And 
Obviously, yes. that's not a great way to think, but I feel no. like because there are so it's so organized and there's such good like, you know, yeah, ser- public services, but still yeah, not a great thing. Yeah. People do it. Now I'm going to make a guess it. If I tell you a powerful spell that women are put under every once uh, every month, uh, which gives them the strength of an ox, the stability of a widow's OS, and the scream of a banshee, which is basically men's worth nightmare, you say orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> We wish. <laughs> We wish it was once a month. Yeah. Uh, no, it is PMS. Yeah. <laughs> it is about PMS because I have been feeling that I am going through it today. PMS, uh, PMS, so uh, yeah. pre-menstrual syndrome. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Uh, for a lot of women, uh, it includes cramps, tightness, and crying about... Uh, a blanket that doesn't cover your feet. And this is what I've been experimenting today. I woke up a bit hungover um, and I felt so bad. I just ordered McDonald's at 10.30 in the morning. And then I watched uh, the new Disney, Pixar, whatever movie, Elemental. Okay. And I started crying when I saw Rainbow. And then it just went downhill from there. Yeah. I was so sad. I was like, this is so pretty, you know, and I was just crying my eyes out and being shocked about stuff that I knew all along, you know. And I was like, okay, I think they're coming like soon, you know. It's But PMS, I don't really, I think, uh, feel that every month. Most of the time I feel nothing. And then I just I'm like, oh, oh it's coming. Yeah, it's there. Um, whereas sometimes... It just happens to me. And I was really curious about it. And I started to do some research like about PMS. And I feel like there's not a lot of people actually still talking about it. I feel like it's something we know a lot about. Mm-hmm. But I don't know where we came like with all the knowledge we have about it. Uh, because I f- like searched it on the Internet. It was Google, like Wikipedia. And that was kind of it. Okay. Like on Twitter, there was nothing. On TikTok, there was nothing. Not a lot of like pop culture, like uh, made articles on it. Whereas I feel like it's kind of everywhere. So I was a bit surprised because I feel like every time a woman gets a bit angry, like it's we point fingers at her and be like, oh, are you having your period right mm, now? Are you yeah. PMSing? So annoying. Yeah. So for something that is talked about so much, I felt like it was so taboo on the internet for some reason. And Yeah. So I was wondering, like, if you guys ever experience like PMS, how does it translate for you? And just like kind of sharing experiences on that. Mm. Yeah. 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 It happens w- way too often. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time I also can like sense it's coming before I even know, um, like uh, before I even, yeah, are aware of uh, my cycle or whatever. Because I know when I want to rob a store mm-hmm. and take all the chocolate, yeah. I'm like, oh, damn, here we go again. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my tell. And then I know I need to prepare myself, find my blanket, find a, uh, what's it called? Like a warmth? Uh, a water, like a bottle. Like yeah. A bottle, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's like I'm going to war. <laughs> I mean, I am, but kind yeah. of, yeah. 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 
No, I always know it's almost the time of the month because I just feel like my, my whole life is falling apart. Even though nothing new has happened, mm-hmm. I feel I need to move away. I need to break up with everybody. I need to <laughs> go no contact. And then my period happens and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> just go it's back fine. to normal. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, I my PMS when I started my period used to be so intense uh, like I was what 12 and I knew it was coming because I would just vomit like violently oh. and I would do it in like the worst places it would always be it was once it was at a One Direction concert oh no <laughs> but like I ran it wasn't like in front of people it was in a bathroom but mm. still missing the concert right oh. and then once it was like in a trash can on a f- school field trip in front of like all these boys and it was oh no but. But it's gotten so much better, so I actually really I'm glad I went through that. Yeah, I'm happy it got yeah, better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's insurable. It's probably yeah. your hormones trying to balance themselves. So yeah, at the beginning it's mm. it's a bit tough. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, yeah for me, yeah. I get headaches a week before I oh. wake up with headaches. So that's like the big sign. Mm. Um, I don't struggle that much. I think it's just the headaches and, like you said, the the hunger. You feel like a, yeah. an endless pit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so that that happens. It's not for long. It's just you know, it could be a day or two, and then okay. uh, uh, most annoying is is the headache, mm, the tummy swelling. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah. Sometimes I have cramps. Sometimes I don't. It depends. It's never the same. And yeah. tired. Yeah. Super tired. I just need to go to bed. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and I uh, I just discovered as well when I was doing like my little research uh, that we have the PMS that a lot of women experience uh, throughout their lives, and there's also a PMDD or premenstrual dys- uh, dysphoric disorder, mm. which is just uh, PMS on steroids. Oh. Uh, so this one can uh, be represented with mental disorders secondary to hormonal changes, extreme sadness to hopelessness, suicidal so- thoughts uh, being present, uh, mostly mental symptoms, intense mood swings. If, uh, it would affect personal in- relationships, work and hobbies, and it doubles the risk of postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. And this is just the life of being born a woman, which I think is so unfair. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm just but, but 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 <laughs> I mean I know I know we are it's all about the women and all but but yes. guys have some issues too. I mean I met guys with hormones imbalance. Yeah, and they act very moody. Yeah, and and they and there's also very little research. I feel like for the men, mm-hmm. yeah. what's happening mm-hmm. yeah. because you know I I talked to a friend and I was like. You're acting like a girl, you know. You're yeah. suddenly you, your mood is changing and you become mean. And I'm like, this is not possible. And and he did some tests. He went to a doctor and they found he had a big hormone imbalance. Yeah. And and it's like, yeah, okay, now I have to take this medicine and mm. and and it helps. But it, yeah. it's crazy. So I mean, hormones in general for yeah. both sexes. Yeah. Sexes. yeah. Because I think I heard somewhere once that. Uh, we always uh, view women as the only one having kind of a cycle and like the one having the hormone hormones and balances mm. and stuff. But actually men also go through a cycle themselves and they will also have changing within their hormones and act a bit different, be a bit more uh, irritable and stuff like that. And for some reason we don't speak about them, maybe mm. because they're just dicks like on a basis i don't know uh but yeah like everybody goes through it but then yeah. like 
we don't know anything or there's no, very yet. little research men on that, although we know that it's happening for them. Mm. So that really sucks. But also um, interesting because we talk uh, women, women cycle and, and you say we don't talk about it. But, you know, social media don't talk about it because it's been talked about and mm. I guess it doesn't sell. You know, yeah. nobody wants to hear about women complaining and uh -huh. being in pain again. Right. And because this is part of our daily, monthly routines yeah. and we just have to live with it and suck yeah. it up. <laughs> yeah, I think that's so crazy because it's like half of the population is going through it. Mm. And still we're like, mm, no, let's just not, you know. And it's like when you look at commercials, like it's not even like uh, for pads or tampons or whatever. They use this blue liquid. I'm like what yeah. am i yeah. going to bleed blue like what is going on this is so odd to me like it makes you feel kind of gross you know like Does you cannot it? be represented and yeah it's sad i think mm. they have started using blood in some commercials but i remember oh. when i saw it but this is like very very recent but mm. that's it's crazy that that's life-changing almost yeah. i don't yeah. know it is really sad yeah It's like I learned, I think it was this week or last week, that I don't remember which brand, but is starting to use actual blood to test pads because before they were just using random liquids and they were like, yeah, that's going to do the cut, you know? And right now it's been really recent and I cannot remember uh, this brand, but they started in their labs using actual blood to test the pads. And I'm like, This is great, but it's 2023. Like, what have you guys been doing? Yeah, yeah. for all this time. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's just a, a blue liquid yeah. all day long. Yeah, yeah. Not just in the commercials, no. but like in the lab. <laughs> Very the nice. As well. Is it men working in those labs? Oh, I guess so. Because, I mean, if there was a woman there, surely she would be able to tell you, uh, listen, this pad is going to be in my knickers, not just for 10 minutes. Mm -mm. And if you yeah. bleed and you sometimes you don't know you're bleeding, you don't feel it. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, the consistency change. Yeah, exactly. It's throughout like, the days. Yeah. And, and then because of the time of your cycle, the blood is different. Mm -mm. So, like, how do they... Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, I don't know what goes through their minds, but it's like uh, this one uh, astronaut that was a woman yeah. like, when they went to send her to space and they were like, is 1000 tampons enough? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, it is. Thanks. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Like, they're so clueless. <laughs> what do we think about uh, free tampons and free um, panty liners yeah. and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. How do we feel about that? Do you think they should be free? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, I think. I yeah. think so too. Also, um, like quite a few places, they're very expensive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, at least cut down a piece of the like a uh, piece of the amount. Yeah. Or make it free. I I would vote for making it free. Yeah. 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 Me too. I think it should be cheaper. At yeah. Least, because you can see. I mean. Packaging, branding. Yeah. Oh my God. Right. Yeah. How care. many brands do there need to be? Oh. I would love just some government tampons if they were really yeah. nice. Like yeah. not the cardboard <laughs> kind, but government like, tampons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's just so many you need and then 
and then yeah. I mean, is this necessary? Yeah. Yeah. Although it's much better now than back in the days, if I may compare to oh, yes. Yes. when I was younger and like, oh my God, it was sandpaper <laughs> in, your, oh, no. in your underwear if you used the, the panty liners. That's so sad. And so. it's like the fact that they use so many like uh, toxic products to make tampons and pads and everything. And you just have it like right next door inside your hoo-ha. Yeah. And you're mm. supposed to be fine with that. And then you have so many like advertisement and People say, telling you smoking kills. There's a lot of toxicity in that. And drinking is uh, dangerous. Too much sugar is dangerous. But women, please put chlorine inside your vagina. This is great. Right. I'm like, this is very like double discourses. And I don't fancy that at all. No. Okay. And uh, on those wonderful words of <laughs> chlorine in your pants that Donald Trump would approve with. Yeah. Um, I have to say thank you for being on the show today. Yeah. And I have to put an end to this. Thank you for yeah. today. Thank you thank very you. much. You've been listening to a podcast from Snakerikinovsk for Radio Nova.